What is going on, Sports Yak New York? Welcome back. Episode three. No podcast last week. We apologize, but we were on Colorcast. If anybody listened from that, that was a pretty fun experience. Um, did we commentate the game? Absolutely not. Not in the slightest bit, but I think big things to comment on that app for us. Um, quick update of the week, how I'm feeling right now. Uh, I think we should all move. Um, I think we should move somewhere where they have good sport teams, maybe where it's warm, uh, maybe where Tom Brady plays and lives, um, somewhere where the governor is not Italian, and I think would be good. Like, I think any place like that would be better than I like New Missouri. Right now. Missouri? Yeah. Why Missouri? St. Louis, Kansas City. There's nothing good in Missouri. Nothing good comes out of Missouri. A few good teams. Still the dreams. Cardinals, mm-hmm. Royals. I'm just gonna say real quickly too. You got you guys are hearing a new voice on the cast right now. This is Liam Moran. Liam, introduce yourself. What's up, everybody? Uh, my name is Liam Moran. I'm a true New Yorker from uh, Tuckahoe, New York. Uh, the real New York. Um, some people call it upstate. I call it like 20 minutes from the Bronx. Um, true Mets fan, Rangers fan, Giants fan, unfortunately. And uh, I hate the Yankees and the Jets. Mm-hmm. I hate the Jets. I hate, I, I hate the Jets so much. Well, well, we'll get into that. I don't know how anybody could like hate the Jets, but I mean, besides Tom Brady, I don't think anybody like really hates the Jets. Um, you can only I think they, I think they're just the looked down on. Uh, real quick, before we like get into like the actual stuff we have to talk about, uh, some breaking news. Obviously, I said, like I said, the podcast last time. I'm a Notre Dame fan, and LSU is kind of my SEC team. This is like an hour ago. This is posted. Brian Kelly. Notre Dame head coach, for those who don't watch college football, is the new coach of LSU taking over the legend Coach O spot. That's crazy. I'm, I'm blown away by that. I think this is Notre Dame. I saw that. This will be the first time Notre Dame looks for a coach now in maybe 12 years because they have such a tight-knit staff. Um, is LSU – I mean, I think so, but I want to know just what you guys think. Is LSU – really that much of a better job than Notre Dame? I mean, I know it's an SEC place. I mean, I think it's a place where you can go and win a championship. I think they pull a lot better talent. They play in a better division. However, there is, like, something just legendary about Notre Dame football. I think you could say that about Notre Dame. But also you could say that about LSU. You know, there's a lot of history between both schools, and I think wherever you go, you're going to get airtime. You're going to get good recruits, and you're going to have a good season in general. So, does it really matter? I think it only hurt. It only helps LSU now that they lost Coach O, and it only hurts Notre Dame. And who knows who they're going to bring in next? I don't watch that much college football, but I'll be looking to see who they um, bring in as their new head coach. Mm-hmm. What happened to Coach O now? He's going to get rehired somewhere else. So. Coach O got fired because I'm pretty sure he like fucked the AD's <laughs> wife. Coach O, so listen, Coach O, Coach O, nothing less than Coach O. I expect nothing less. Coach O, he, you know, he had a good 2019. He won a national championship. Shortly after that, he did something that like football coaches shouldn't do, and he divorced his wife. <laughs> and I mean, like, if Urban Meyer is an example, like if you're being paid millions of dollars to coach a ch- children's game, like Have a family. they like part of the part of that contract is that you stay home with your wife and shut the fuck up. Coach O, I mean, I love him. I love him, and I hope he gets another job somewhere. Maybe the Jets hire him. I don't know. We can use a meme oh, like Robert that. Robert Sal is a mess. Yeah, 
But like seriously, like I mean, if anything, the Giants should hire him because I think Joe Judge is putz. Yeah. But we'll get to that in a little whoa, bit. Whoa. Um, but I just like I don't think the athletic director appreciated him like banging his well, that's way. Kind of I don't know. I mean, fire him now. Yeah, it's I mean, very unprofessional. If all right, so maybe she was to the AD of LSU. Uh, you shouldn't mix like your personal life with business. Um, yeah, coach, free coach O. But yeah. I don't know. Brian Kelly should be good in the role, so we'll see what happens. Uh, moving forward now, let's get into New York sports. Um, the Knicks are our last hope because the Islanders aren't a. They're not a professional team anymore. The Islanders. Uh, it's. Now the Bridgeport Sound Tigers are an NHL team. We'll get to that in a little bit. But yeah, Knicks right now are the only hope of New York. Um, Kemba is out of the rotation. I'm pretty sure Derrick Rose is coming back. He will be back. Um, but Alec Burks. Alec Burks looks very good last game. Very good against the Hawks. And that was an enjoyable game to watch. I mean, it just seemed like the entire game was high-flying action. Almost like every play was like when we were in Charlotte and Obi dunked and then Miles Bridges went down the court and did the windmill as well. So I had a lot of fun watching it. Trey Young hit a lot of deep threes, which was kind of insane because we just let him shoot. But we got the win. Got a little bit of a, re- a revenge game in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Nice to get a win. Fuck Trey Young. Home. Not, Fuck not, Young to not valid indictment. Just want to add that. Never valid indictment. <laughs> Um, biggest thing, like from what I saw that game, great game to watch. I had a lot of fun watching it. Um, I thought our offense was slow. Our interior defense was solid. I thought like Julius, like he wasn't really, I mean, like he was pretty abysmal on offense. Uh, however, he was making plays in the paint and his defense was great. Um, RJ got into the offense a little bit more. I liked seeing that. Always like seeing that. Um, and then Alec Burks was electric. I thought quickly, you know, the two of them pulled their weight. I get they're going to get Trey Young. He's a great point guard. And, you know, they stepped up against him. And I, I also want to add Obi, too. Obi's been uh, light, Obi, lights out. Obi, so is he hurt now, though? He, he, I don't know if he came back in the game. I just can't remember. But I know he went up for that one, like, dunk and landed on his elbow and they got up and it was like holding his elbow. So I'm, I hope he doesn't like add to the list of injuries. I think he'll be fine. I think let's even though like, I've been saying this the entire season now, he's got confidence. I love Obi's confidence. Mm-hmm. I love the way they use him. He's been shooting three ball a little bit better, you know, shooting in the corner. Well, he's playing great. I mean, last year, I'm going to be honest. I'm looking at this guy. He's a little bit older coming out. We take him in the first round player of the year. They're like, oh, he's going to be good. Maybe there's better options. He's playing well. He was scared last year. He didn't know how to play. He was playing in front of – he was playing at the Garden. I mean, there's a little bit of a stigma between with playing in New York with all the bright lights and everything. You always got a packed crowd at MSG. So I'm, I'm excited for Obi now. He had, um, I mean, he's been playing well. He had 13 points against the Hawks. He's kind of averaging around that especially when he gets more minutes, when he's getting around 20 minutes a game, like he's going to put, put up some production. Mm-hmm. Also, I think uh, Mitchell Robinson just needs to like go to like a wide receiver camp and just, just practice catching the fucking ball. Catching the ball you should have him run, doing sprints the entire practice. I'm, I, I, I can th- listen the laziness. I can like overlook. It's when they throw him a dime in the paint and he like 
tries to allocate it. He looks like he's trying to catch a frisbee every time. He goes, I mean, we don't have we don't have fucking video on this, but like he does that like weird like slapping motion. I'm like, dude, just oh my. Like, he's like not comfortable in his body, but you know what? He's I the most awkward athlete of it. It seems every summer, Jones. every fucking summer, I get to see videos of him dribbling past people and shooting threes. They let him. If he gets the ball, and if they hand him the ball on the top of the behind, over, like behind the three-point line, he won't even look to take a shot. And obviously, that's not his play style. But if I'm gonna watch him do it at a fucking YMCA gym every summer, I'd like to see him take one three-ball and maybe add some add something to his game. Because and if I don't see him as a long-term replacement, because Clint Capella can't shoot a fucking ball. He, him and Clint Capella have the exact same game. You could even relate him to Miles Turner defensively. But Miles Turner could shoot the ball. Clint Capella is a 10 times better big man than Mitchell Robinson. And it pisses me off that he has all this potential. And potential just means you fucking suck until you get your shit together. And he can't get his shit together. And for now, I'm kind of out on him because I think Nerlens Noel has better defense, and even though he's a little bit shorter, I'd rather have Nerlens Noel in there, or fucking Taj Gibson who's out right now. I'd rather have either one of them I mean, in. Isn't Noel out too? I didn't see him getting any minutes against oh, Atlanta. Well, yeah, Noel is out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd rather have both of them mm-hmm. playing if they were healthy over Mitchell Robinson at this point because, to me, he's just abysmal and he doesn't do really anything for us on the court. Yeah. What, what happened to Kemba? Kemba is out of the rotation now. No, I know, but like, is he sucking? But is he injured? Mm, uh, no, I don't think he's injured. I thought, he was, I thought I saw something where he was injured. I don't, I don't think so because they wouldn't have been saying that he was out of the rotation if he, if he didn't have a chance to play. Yeah, no, I put, I put in the notes. Like I put him on the injury list, but yeah. like, yeah, huh. that, that's that's my fault. So, that's just because I'm lazy and make my notes really brief. So like, the reason <laughs> why else. they took him out was because with him in, they were like the 26th best defense, like overall, uh-huh. and without him in the rotation, they were the sixth or ninth best defense. Yeah. So I think he's not providing that defense for the Knicks, which is what they How really really do need. Yeah. Only only eight mil. Yeah. A year. So. I mean, listen, Kemba is. It's like going back to like the old Lamelo, not Lamelo. Oh my God, Camelo Anthony, the real Mello. Yeah, the the OG wow. Mello. It's going back to like that bay, and like what it comes down to is like, is he a star? Yes, but like, he's a star that can hurt your team in the long run. So there's just not, like, there's no place for that. Like I, yeah. you know what I mean? It's you got to play defense in basketball. You know what? It's a tryout, and I said this on our first episode when they brought in Fournier and Walker that it was going to make our defense worse. And it's proven. Tibbs is a great defensive coach. There's, that's the only reason he really won defensive, uh, He won coach of the year mm-hmm. was because our defense was able to keep us in games. Yeah. All, I mean, Randall playing to an MVP, uh, not MVP, but an all-star caliber level is what got us to a fourth seed and into, um, into the playoffs. But here we are. If we if we're, we're not the Knicks right now, if we're not going to be playing defense, and if he's going to hurt us, his production, like I said, it's on and off. And the, do we really need twelve points from Kemba a night when we get better production from Quickly, Derrick Rose, Alec Burks? We don't need him right now. Yeah, it sucks because if it was if it was his a lot Kemba, of hype if it was Hornets Kemba, 
you'd say the production outweighs the defense and the liability, but he's not. He's slowed down a little bit. He's not the same player. Yeah, and I think I mean the biggest thing like I see is maybe maybe use Kemba like in the future based on whatever matchup you have going. You know what I mean? Like, because he has had a couple good seeds of greatness this year, but. Oh, I think it, I think he'll get back in the rotation at some point because even though we aren't paying him much, we we might need him to score. I mean, I haven't really looked at our schedule going down the road, but here we are. We're gonna need we we need to start winning games because I said the East is competitive. It's getting more and more competitive each year. And Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Brooklyn tomorrow. Brooklyn tomorrow. I mean, what? It's whatever with Brooklyn. We're going to have to face Kevin Durant and James Harden. I don't know if they're injured, but it's still a good team at the end of the day. It would be a big win, though. Huge win. Anyone against Brooklyn, just to rub it in their faces. Brooklyn is fake. It's fake bad. Yeah. Uh, I was – oh, my God. Where was I? I you might have been in the airport. Fan? I might have been in the airport. I, I, think, I thought I saw someone wearing a Brooklyn thing. Usually people wear the hats. I'll yeah. say this again. I don't know why. I'm pretty sure he was like flying they had from like a Salt Lake City, dedicated to Biggie Smalls, who I'm assuming is from Brooklyn, right? But no, no, it wasn't Biggie. No, he's not from Brooklyn. No, he's Biggie's from, from the West Coast. No, he's not. No, he's not. He's not. Wait, no, he's from New York. Biggie's he from, yeah, he's from New York. All right, well, Tupac's from the West Coast. Oh, I'm an idiot. Tupac's from the West Coast. No, he is from Brooklyn. Don't. But here's what I'm getting at. When Biggie was alive. Ain't no way he was rooting for the New Jersey Nets, and he was rooting for the New York Knicks every night. Yeah, but he's a Brooklyn icon. Yeah. Still, you got you got to have jerseys for a guy. Yeah, but like he represented Brooklyn. Yeah, but Brooklyn still like roots for the Knicks. Knicks are New York team. That's why we don't talk about. That's why we don't talk about the Nets on this podcast. I understand the city. Listen, I know, I know about your crappy city. I know two Nets fans. Um, Jay Z. <laughs> being like it's his team and all, and I'm pretty sure De Blasio wore a fucking yeah, net jersey. De Blasio wore a net jersey over a over a dress shirt when the Knicks were also in the playoffs. So that just yeah, goes yeah, that yeah. goes to show how much uh, De Blasio knows about his city. Um, Wait, but before that, my uh, boy actually went to the Suns versus Nets game um, this past weekend, and he said it was empty, like like. With with Brooklyn fans, like the Suns fans were taking over, and the Nets fans were booing harder, yeah, because he had seven turnovers that night, mm-hmm. and it just shows how fake that fan base is. Yeah. All right. Moving on then from the Knicks. Well, I mean, if you guys are, you guys want to wrap up on the right, Knicks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could go on next. All right. Great transition right there. Uh, moving on to the Giants. Bye, bye, Jason Garrett. Chris, what do you think about that? I am so happy. You don't even understand. I've been saying that he was plotting to just ruin Daniel Jones' career and just kill the Giants so they could go back and share a bed with Jerry Jones and the Cowboys in Dallas and probably get a spot as like a as a special teams coach or maybe like a quarterback coach, whatever the hell, because he does not deserve a big-time coaching spot anywhere. I wouldn't even want to see him in college, he would I wouldn't let him coach High Point if we had football. Um, but Chris, I, I think you're a better coach uh, for intramural football. Oh, I coach our intramural football team. I had the he whole so like whole outfit going. It was very cool. Legend. But let me tell you this: Daniel Jones in his rookie year, 
was had 24 touchdowns and 12 interceptions. Obviously, lots of fumbles. He's worked on his ball security. That was nothing we were really worried about because we thought that could be fixed. With Jason Garrett as the offensive coordinator, Daniel Jones has been nothing near that. And we barely score touchdowns. We were one of the worst teams in the red zone, if not the worst. And I don't know. I don't think Freddie Kitchens is the option as we scored 13 points. A win's a win, though. A win is a, a win. win. is a win. We needed that win. It's a big Just win. Just fans know. A win's a win. Yeah, Lots of, so <laughs> win they, played win. the, they played the I'll Eagles this weekend, past weekend. It's always good to beat they the Eagles. They won 13 to 7. Always great to beat a division rivals. Even better when it is the Eagles. <laughs> I hate Eagles fans, too. Cry, There's no one that pisses me off more than Eagles. Cry, Philadelphia Eagles cry on the yeah. way to a home loss. Oh, no. No, no, no. Giants are home. Well, now the Eagles are 5-7. and seven, Giants are 4-7. and seven. We play the we Dolphins could, we next go, week. We, like you said, we could sneak the, in a wild card. I'm not, I don't want to say wild card right now, but we, we, beat, we could beat the Dolphins. We could beat the Bears. We could, we could stay competitive with the Cowboys. Because we had all those injuries. Daniel Jones and Saquon were both out versus the Cowboys. We could beat the Eagles again, and we should have beat the football team the first time. Football team. The football team. Is and we could beat them again. The Redskins. They're scrappy. Our, They're scrappy. Our, the only game I think we could we have a really bad chance of losing is the is the Chargers game. Because we're playing in Los Angeles. Yeah, that's going to be tough. It's going to be a tough game. I don't expect where's this it, the uh, If I start Justin Herbert in fantasy, uh, I have the Giants will win that game because Herbert will give me negative five Yeah, points. he's on my fantasy Do it. Team yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Do it. Yeah. Most inconsistent player I've ever fucking seen. Hurts is my fantasy quarterback. He's been very good in that, in that aspect this year. The Eagles, weird team. He had three turnovers last game. He didn't play that well. Finally, we got Boston Scott's motherfucking ass. To fumble, as that guy just seems to be a Giants killer every time he steps on the field against mm-hmm. us. I mean, I watched him two years ago just demolish us at um, um, Daniel Jones' rookie year when they clinched the playoffs. I remember we were really close that game. Saquon yeah. had a big run, and then da- and then we had Daniel Jones fumbled, and Fletcher Cox picked it up on the one-yard line, and that was it for the game. Oh, my God, I remember that. And I was there at that game. I was there with my where, buddy where, who where, was an Eagles was fan. Was that at? That was at uh, MetLife. You know what's crazy? I've Giant never, Stadium. I've never been to MetLife. Yes, Giant I've never Stadium. been to a Giants game. You've never been to Giant really? Stadium with the Giants play? I got to, <laughs> I got to witness Eli play once. Yeah. Um, the the week before that was the week Ben McAdoo put Geno Smith in to start. Oh my god! And I was so nervous that I would never get to see Eli play. They lost the game. I haven't seen the Giants win a game yet, no. which makes me feel like I'm bad luck. But I've only no, seen, you're not. They, they I've just only suck. seen them play two regular season games, and I was very happy I got to see Eli play because it, watching Geno Smith fucking play, yeah. you think I want to do that? Yeah, Imagine yeah. all the Seahawks fans who got to spend. No, but he, he low key balled out. He balled out with the Seahawks so, a little bit. So what? Uh, you, I witness. I witness Geno run out the back of his own end zone and take his safety. So. <laughs> Going back to the game, our defense played really well. Xavier McKinley looks really promising. Tate Crowder had an interception, and so did Darnell Holmes, who I love if he got a bigger role because I know Deion Sanders loves the guy when we drafted him. And I love our secondary. It's the best part of our team, in my opinion. I just wish we got to the quarterback more. But 
Once again, no offense. Daniel Jones, 202 uh, passing yards with a touchdown to a guy who's a Philadelphia native, uh, Chris Merrick. What are you going to do? You know, Andrew Thomas scored the week before. It just seems like none of our big-time receivers are going to get the ball. Saquon, once again, 13, only 13 rush attempts for 40 yards. What do you think about, Chris, what do you think about Saquon? What do I believe? I said this last week. He's washed. I I, I don't know. I said this last week. His production isn't there. I think most of that is because our O-line isn't good enough. But also, our play calling isn't good enough. The amount of times times we stack the line and then just expect them not to blitz us because they know we're going to hand the ball off to Saquon. It's like we don't even put receivers out there. We don't try to make shifty. So there's nowhere for him to go. So I really don't know. We need to get this coaching staff in the shape. I'm still a big fan of Joe Judge. I think he really has like the. I think Joe Judge is a blowhard. I'm not gonna lie. I love his mentality. I love his mentality too. I love his mentality of really treating them harsh, almost like what it was years ago. Like we want these guys in shape. We want them in line, and we're trying to win football games. Yeah. And I just wish we could. Click with the coaching staff. And we we, we get, haven't clicked with this coaching staff in years, though. We haven't. We haven't. That's why we're one of the worst teams in football. Yeah. And we got to get there. It's it's a shame. We're gonna I get there this, at one point. I saw this stat. It was like it was like the New York Jets and the New York Giants were like worst and second to last in like the past like. Did you know what I'm talking about? It was I like what was that? What was that stat? You could so you could you can combine the Jets and Giants and they still won't make the playoffs. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah. Literally. Like, our quarterback would probably be Daniel fucking Jones. No, it would. Yeah. It yeah. would. You think Zach Wilson Sad. starting over yeah. Daniel Jones? Yeah, yeah. And then, like, the first, like, four games or something, yeah, yeah. it was, like, the worst. Was it more than that? Oh. All right. I just want to go back to the playoffs for a second and the Giants. I mean, the Jets and the AFC, they're, they're done. But, I mean, if you look at the NFC, um, the last spot right now is the Vikings, who only have – Six wins. So right now, what you're what? Two games out of the playoff so they're picture. Five, they're five and six. Uh, yeah, yeah. They they lost this week, but no. I... Are they five and six? Wait another stats, guys. That's that's right. That's right. Let's figure no, no, it out. No. On the oh, cast. Right, right here it says what, that they're six and five, but uh, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. They are five and six. So yeah, you're you're one game out of the playoff spot right now. I mean not, yeah, not the counting Vikings, the whole time. They're five and six and they're 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 number seven. They get the last Yeah game. they're not we're looking at if we look at it now, the Rams have the set the first spot at seven and four and they're probably gonna get it. They're a good team. And then second is the 49ers at six and five. If we actually became a fucking football team and won the games we were supposed to because every game since Daniel Jones there have maybe been three games where we have been blown out. Yeah. Every game is close. Our defense is good, and it's mind-boggling that every game has just fallen short. It's kind of disgusting at this point. But lot, still hope for the Giants. Hopefully they can get it back together. I think there's always, like, with like um, there's always a little bit of hope, and they always, they always there's fall been short. A, there's always been there's a little always, bit They of always hope. fall short, though. But wait, that's, a, that's why I'm saying this, and I'll, I'll keep repeating myself. We have the two picks. Say it doesn't go our way, and we end up with two top ten picks with the Bears and our own. I don't want a quarterback from this draft class, and I would just rather take Daniel Jones into his fourth year, 
get a real fucking offensive coordinator who can call up plays. We have the team. We have talent. And that's why Dylan had Dylan, you had a question that you were looking to ask, which who was the most prone who's the best receiver on the Giants? And obviously they want it to be Kenny Galladay. They've been targeting him not not ten, over ten times, but they're targeting him more, especially with Shepard and Tony out. They're trying to keep all four of those receivers in there and they're trying to be a more diverse offense. But we're just not, we don't have plays. We don't have fucking plays where we can call them and we'll actually make plays. But early on in the season, we showed that our O line can stay stay consistent a little bit. And Daniel Jones has made throws. He's has more time in the pocket and he's made throws. And he's definitely he can run with the ball. He is underrated. That, I he's think such he's an underrated. He's underrated. Yeah. Just the stats aren't. The stats yeah. aren't there because we have no offense. Yeah. It's, and, it's literally – I don't and I don't me, think it's Daniel Jones. I think it's the play calling. Listen, it's literally, it all comes down to – Whether, whether it's Daniel Jones or not, here's the thing is you guys aren't going to get a new quarterback because there is nobody to really replace him. No, so he is your guy. No, there is no one build around who can go in there next, the only option. There is no one with the team that we've set up that can go in there next year and perform – because do you, I agree. You, you, look, I don't think Mac Jones is better than Daniel Jones, but he's in a better situation where they have good play calling. He has worse weapons. I'd say his only better weapons than what the Giants have is Jonu Smith and Hunter Henry over Evan Ingram's yeah. jazz. But besides that, we have the weapons, and it's got it. It just has to click once, yeah. just once for me to believe in this team. This is a question for both Liam and Chris. Do you feel like the Dan the whole Daniel Jones thing could be a replica of what happened with the Jets and Sam Darnold? Because I mean, yeah, you, you oh, say oh, you, you build around uh, adding Galladay and adding weapons like that, but you're not building your O line, and the Jets did not build their O line, and it affected him tremendously, probably his career. Uh, before you guys jump in, I do want to say. It, it has been proven that Donald sucks. Yeah, and I am I mean, so Donald happy. I know you're defense, pissed about that, but Matt. Like, but I like, remember, like, in the beginning of the year, I was like, I was like, oh, my God, like, the Jets just drafted a line. Like, Donald could be a star and everything like that. And, I mean, like, for those first three weeks, I mean, yeah. if you look at Chris's QB rankings, Sam Donald, weeks one through three, is <laughs> on that top ten list. He's number one. He's number, yeah, he's number one. Uh, but, no, no, Donald can't read a defense at all, and I don't see that being the problem with Daniel Jones. I just think Daniel Jones is spastic, but like he's gotten better. Like he's been his ball protection has gotten remarkably better from what I've seen this year. He's not Danny fumbles anymore. No, his ball his ball security has gotten a lot better. Maybe he is a little spastic. Maybe he's not as confident as you'd want your quarterback to be. But I think he has enough talent where he can get there. I, I think just, he definitely has more talent than Sam Darnold. Oh, 100%. I don't think that's a question. I just I really think you gotta. If you don't get the coaching staff in order, I think Joe Judge can get us to a team that has good chemistry and everything within the organization to be a little bit better where maybe we can make a, make it to the playoffs for once. Yeah. I'd rather give Daniel Jones another shot with the team we have this year yeah. than any quarterback in college. And 
I think we should. Ju- I, if you have another question, I think we should start jumping into the Jets. I don't have a question, but I do have like a final take for this. I think what the Giants should do, and I know they're in. They're looking for like a new GM soon, so I will take calls. Um, <laughs> keep Daniel Jones in. Build a team around Daniel Jones. It doesn't matter if you win a Super Bowl or not. And like, even if he's sucking, just just Daniel Jones is your guy. Just have that mentality. Stick it out. Year before Arch Manning goes to the NFL, tank. Get Arch Manning. Create a dynasty around Arch Manning. I would love Arch Manning. Um, I hope he listens to us one Who, day. Who, uh, whose kid is Arch Manning? Is it? Is that Cooper's kid? Is it's it? Cooper's kid. Oh, it is Cooper's kid. Right? Isn't that sweet? I think that's. I, kids. I think. No. 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 It's Cooper's kid, which is really cool because Cooper. He's the, odd, yeah, man the out. odd man out. So at least his son. I, I love I love that uh, new like Caesars sportsbook commercial with the bannings and it's JB Smooth and he's like oh, caught the turkey and then at the end of it he just goes and you Cooper. <laughs> I think that's so funny. But yeah, that's just I think they should put all their eggs in one basket and just just that's wait, just wait. And that's what get I'm saying. Arch just, we'll just wait. Getting Arch Manning but the team. Let's jump into it. Dylan, I'm going to hand the mic to you, but big win for the Jets, baby. Absol- big win in Houston. Absolutely massive win for the Jets. Houston, we have a problem. You just lost to the Jets. I mean, um, it, it wasn't. I mean, listen, it was like it was like a sigh of relief. Like, like if I would have, mm, I don't want to like, if bad we, things would have happened to me. If, if the Jets we lost, lost this Houston. game, it would have put us as, I mean, besides the Lions, but it would have put us as the worst team in the, the league. The Lions aren't a football team. We would be the worst football team in yeah. the NFL. I agree. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, listen, I'm happy we won it. And there's a lot of concerns, a lot of questions. One with Zach Wilson. I, I, think, I think if we didn't start Wilson, it would have been an easier win for the Jets. But Andre. we did start Wilson. Uh, kind of concerned. Nobody's bringing it up. Wilson said in a post-game press conference, his knee didn't feel stable. So, like, maybe like, – I don't know what we're doing with him. I don't know what we're doing with uh, Zach Wilson. I don't know what the answer is. What's the best thing for I Zach think, Wilson? I think there's so much pressure on, like, Salah by the Jets fans and the media to start Wilson right away, not, not development. Yeah. develop him that they have to start him. Well, I think that was the biggest thing with starting him in the beginning of the year. Well, one, they never signed a veteran QB. Um, and now, I mean, now at least you have, like, like Flacco there on the sidelines and stuff like that. But I think, like, the biggest thing was, listen, there's nothing to, like, look for. Like, nobody thought the Jets were going to be good this year. Right. Everyone was like, all right, the Jets are, like, going to be one of the good last teams. Not a surprise that they are. But it's like, okay, we have a rookie quarterback. Let's sell his jersey. Let's sell tickets. Let's say he's starting and make money. And I think that's literally like all they were planning to do with right. Zach Wilson instead of taking the time to develop him. And that, that's like the daily question. Like, I, it, I don't know. I don't have an answer for it. But like, it's you see that with every team who's got a rookie quarterback. Do they sit him? Do they not? What works? I mean, you look at like Patrick Mahomes, who sat on Alex Smith. You look at. Aaron Rodgers, who sat Brett behind Favre. Brett Favre, you know what I mean? Like, but then again, like I look at like Mac Jones, and he's only gotten better this year. Could be the offense he plays. He is a Patriot, um, but I don't know. I don't know what the answer is to that. I think there is a difference between the Jets and the Patriots, where the Patriots sure. have a team that can support their young quarterback, when the Jets really don't have that team. Uh, Van Roten is fucking horrible. We right. have to get rid of him. Yep. Uh, dude, go back to Shamanad. You suck. Um, center shouldn't be playing guard. Like he, he's 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 terrible. Um, 
on, big, on the big shout out, big on, shout out to Van Roden and Shaman High School. Um, they're gold, they're red, they give each other head. They're Shamanad. Um, moving forward, that it's just I, I don't know what the answer is with that. I don't think we have the team that could really protect him. Um, there are good things we're seeing. I think Michael Carter is going to be a bright future for us. I like Elijah Moore. I do like a lot of, you know, young guys on the team. Even like, even like Barrios, I think is going to have a future on this team. Bar- yeah, Barrios makes makes those big plays. Yeah, uh, Corte Davis fucking sucks. Yeah, um, that was a waste of money. But uh, the the main problem with Zach Wilson is he's not making the easy throws. He's not he's not doing. The check downs on well, like, he's not comfortable in the pocket at right. all. And the, the I'm way sorry, as an NFL quarterback, you have to be that was that was why, like, all right, like, yeah, Mike White, you know, he's not he wasn't a talent, but I mean, that game against the Bengals, he was comfortable in the pocket and he was able to check down and make easy plays. And Carter's a good guy, he checked down to Michael Carter and he had probably five, six receptions for like yeah. 50, 60 yards. This is not me saying that Mike. Mike White is future. Like I acknowledge the fluke that was Mike White, um, but I'm just saying like what he did in that game is like what Zach Wilson needs to do moving forward in the future. Right. Um, biggest thing. I mean, listen, we're at three wins. My goal. I've been saying it since the beginning of the season. I want to see this team get five wins. Five wins. Yeah. Five wins. I'd be happy with that. It's in our grasp. I don't know why I think this way, but I feel like we can. You can build off a team that has five wins. Next week we got the Eagles. That's possible. That's that's definitely possible. That's definitely possible. And, and it's it's mainly up to if the defense can help the offense's struggles. Because in the first quarter, they're the worst team scoring in the first quarter. Zach Wilson had was one for seven for like four yards yeah. at the end of the first quarter. What do you think? And, if the offense can stay team, on the field for like a just somewhat decent amount of time then the defense could actually, like, play well. It's right. when the offense goes three and out five times in a row and our defense keeps going out there, they just ended up getting slaughtered. And that's what I've seen from, like, every almost every other Jet game besides the ones we've won. Um, also, RD sucks against a run game. So yeah. a lot of these scenes, like, Eagles don't have the strongest run game. So I think that should be good. Our defense I, should be a good matchup for them. I think the main thing is going to be containing Hurts. Yeah, and seeing if our defense can actually do that, because when when it comes to a, a whole different concept of a quarterback where where they're rushing and you can always expect that, I, I don't know how the Jets will react. Yeah, because uh, if they could barely stop a normal veteran quarterback, then what what makes them think that they can't stop a rushing quarterback? Yeah, we haven't really gone up against a mobile quarterback this year. Uh, not that I can like remember. I mean, I mean Burrow is somewhat uh, mobile, we, we, but that O line, that O line, fucking sucks. Yeah. Like, Burrow takes hits every play. Um, so yeah, Eagles is possible. Saints is more like more than possible. Saints have literally yeah, they, they that team has been gutted. They they don't have a quarterback. So and uh, don't we have um, the Jaguars still? Yeah. So then it's Dolphins, which. I mean, I know, like, I think last podcast I said I want the Jets to sweep the Dolphins. Dolphins, <laughs> I mean, I'll get to the rest of the AFC East in a bit, but, like, that's that's doubtful right now. Uh, Jags, hopefully, I, like, we need to beat the Jaguars. We need, yeah. That's a team that we, they just, that's a team that, like, like, Jets, you know, I like to think of us as a rebuilding team and not just, like, like a horrible franchise that's up in flames, even though, like, yeah, like, the plane's been going down for a while. Um, but, like, Jags are, like, that's a win you can get to show it's, like, oh, we're, we're, we're improving. 
future because yeah, Jags are almost right where we are. They can upset a team out of nowhere, but they still like they suck. Like Urban Myers, their coach, and and that's why I'm like more confident with uh, Zach Wilson, like building himself up and being better because you look at Trevor Lawrence expected to be the most NFL ready quarterback in years. Yeah. And he, he came in and he's he's not doing that good. Not neither is Justin Fields. It's really only Mac Jones. Yeah. And I mean it, the funny the funny thing too is like there's so many scouts saying that like oh Mac Jones is the most NFL ready quarterback. <laughs> the only one who didn't really give him props was Belichick. <laughs> and that was just a, that was probably just a Belichick scheme right to get him. Um Bucks is that's gonna be. I mean, like Tom Brady has a knack for slaughtering the Jets. Tom Brady <laughs> has said numerous times just how much he hates that team. Um, I can't wait for that. I mean, or or we just beat the Bucks out of nowhere. But uh, I I wouldn't be surprised if we lose against those first three teams you said and we we beat the Bucks. Yeah, I mean, all right. that, that that's probably most likely what will happen. Yeah, like, like all right, if I if all right if I bet on the Bucks that game, the Jets will win. <laughs> uh, Bills. All right, so. Here's my note for the Bills. If the Bills are tied with the Pats going into that Jet game for the AFC East title, <laughs> the That's Jets – I, I, I'm, I'm calling this now. The Jets will beat the Bills. That, that happened on uh, 2000 – I don't know. Rex Ryan did it against Rex us. Rex Ryan, yeah. Rex Ryan did it against us when we got rid of him. That was the first year of Fitzpatrick. That uh, was, we were supposed to make the playoffs. We I were mean, a 10 team that did not make the playoffs. Um. But yeah, I, I'm just calling. I mean, listen. I mean, the Bills are just like so freaking inconsistent. Like it's yeah. you never know what you're gonna get with that team. Um, they, I think the Bills have progressively, honestly, gotten worse from the beginning of the season. Um, and then you got like the Patriots on the come up. I, I honestly think, and like people are, I mean, they had a, the Patriots had a huge wins against Tennessee. Yes, Tennessee's real injuries, but they still have a great defense. Yeah. Uh, Mac Jones tore them up. Patriots, I, I do think, are going to take the AFC East. I think it's going to be another 20 years of hell for the AFC East. Uh, the worst thing about the AFC East now is it's not just like, okay, like Tom Brady's going to shit all over this conference. Now you have Mac Jones, Josh Allen, Josh Allen, and Tua has looked freaking yeah. good these past couple I, I've of days. I've seen his stats these past the do- the Dolphins, games. The Dolphins are like in the hunt now. I, yeah, I, no, I, the Dolphins are definitely still in the hunt. Yeah, I, I think the Dolphins are a great team. They they have a defense. Yeah, Miles Gaskins is playing that, well that stuff play. now too. That team's turned it around, and it's like you got to give the props to Tua because, I mean, like Dolphins, you know, they're far. Dolphins are far. Like they're not a good team yet, but like Tua has like he, he's made plays up and down the field for yeah. them. And oh my God, if the AFC East has like three. Franchise quarterbacks. We're we're the next. I think we're the next NFC North. I mean, I'm sorry, AFC North. AFC. Yeah, I yeah. always mess it up. But yeah, I, that just it's it's scary right now. It's scary, but uh, it is possible we get our five wins. And listen, that's all I want for this team. Just get the five wins and, and just improvement from yeah Zach. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it will happen. I think it, it will take time, but I do think he'll get in the rhythm of things and knowing who he needs to throw to, making those easy passes, not throwing the balls fucking 100 miles an hour when yeah. you're five yards away. Mm-hmm. But yeah. just things like that will make a, a much better football team and just show promise. Mm-hmm. Also noting, too, just because we have the notes, Seattle's 3-7 and seven right now. So And they are currently losing to the uh, Washington football team. I knew it. 17-9. to nine. Is Heineke going off? Heineke is... Not really. 
Yeah, he's yeah. got a tutty and a pick. Uh, I love 223 yards. All right. Now this is where the podcast is going to take a turn for the worse. <laughs> um, I, I don't even know how to introduce this topic. Do I call them the Islanders or do I call them the Sound Tigers? I actually think the Sound Tigers might have changed their name to the Islanders. I have no idea. But, yeah, um, the Islanders are not an NHL team anymore. It is just their minor, their entire minor league team got pulled up. Um, Rangers, they took game one. Um, game two got postponed due to COVID because for some reason, it's like, I don't know, Canadians, like those teams, one guy gets put on COVID protocol, their season gets shut down for three weeks. Islanders, nine guys were out and we had to play against the Rangers and then play against Pittsburgh. And just, Penguins, baby. It's, I'm hearing a lot of Islander fans already giving up saying that that's a season. It's one game at a time. Just get the one win. I, I think there needs to be adjustments. Like, I think it's time to just, like, try some shit out. Like, I, lo- I, I've, I know I've said this so many times where, I, like, I trust in shots, shots hockey. Let's open up the offense. Let's just play. Let's see what we can do. We're not scoring any goals. Our defense has been getting burnt. And I know, like, we're missing a lot of talent, but, like, still, like, guys like Barzell, um, guys like, I think, I don't even know, is Lee back yet? Uh, Paul Mary, though, like, Parise, these guys have to step up. These guys are veterans. They have to, like, you know, do something for our offense. We're just, like, like we're getting shut out some games. And it's just – it's so frustrating to watch because this was a team where, like, everyone was saying – every commentator was saying, this is their year, this is their year. And it's just – it's just nothing has gone right since the beginning of the season. And I think it's a lot of external factors, not making excuses, but 13-game road treat to start. Um, now with this COVID bullshit – I don't know. I don't know where to go from here. They need to get hot. The Islanders. I mean, they've put together some crazy win streaks in the past. That's what we need to pull us out of this right now. Uh, biggest thing I think for the team is just like it's right now. We gotta gotta get off the losing streak. Gotta get our guys back, and just one game at a time. We are over twenty points out of first right now. We're getting close to like thirty. We're like mid twenties. First place is not something I desire. I want to just get. I want to have a playoff chance. That's all I care about. And if we can get into the playoffs, we know we're a different team in the playoffs. We know we can play well. Um, but something's got to happen right now. Like, we got to start – it's got to start clicking now. Um, in terms of the Rangers, I mean, they're playing well. They have, they have a legitimate shot. I think – I don't – I think they're above the wild card. I think they're actually, like, top three right now in the Met. Um which is pretty exciting. I mean, not exciting for me. I fucking hate that team, but I don't know. Listen, they made some great moves in the offseason. They, they've been playing well together. They've been clicking. I think the Rangers have a legitimate chance as long as they stay healthy. As, as much as it kills me to talk about the Rangers right now. That's just what I'm seeing right now. Um, that's all I have for hockey, unless anybody wants to like add anything. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I, I really want to jump into baseball. I really want to talk about my Mets. Yeah. Um, Liam, speak into the mic and go off. I just gotta say, wow, 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 wow. Um, as a Mets fan who's been through a lot, um, this feels good. You know, when Steve Cohen came in, he made his big move with Lindor, made some other moves, but it didn't work out this year. Um, not really good ones last year because I'm gonna get really pissed off, but um. 
it's good to know that the Mets are finally making moves. Um, Scherzer, I did not see coming at all. Like, we we lost uh, – who was it that uh, – No, no, we lost Gosman, though. We were going to get Gosman, and then he left. And then Syndergaard left, and to me, I have never felt more disrespected by an MLB player. All throughout this year, when we when Scherzer, I mean, when uh, Syndergaard was working working his way back, he talked about how much he loved New York, how much he loved the team, how much he loved the ownership, and then finally he he owes us a year. We gave him a one year, eighteen million dollar contract, and then he takes it for three million more and doesn't even want to tell. Nothing just that is you guys drop money on the guys rehab and all that. Yeah, stuff. we we pay, just exactly praise New York, praise New York, and he goes and does that. Um, little bit of a John Tavares move right there. That man almost hit. Oh, him. totally. He's a total snake, scumbag. Snake. I hope we see him in the in the World Series, Scherzer versus Syndergaard, and they fucking destroy him. Um, and for three million dollars more, literally for three million dollars more, scumbag move. Um, not a fan. I love Syndergaard too. I loved how much he loved New York, and uh, that one hurt. Uh, I actually sent him a whole paragraph DM. I hope you see this, and I hope you hear me, uh, Noah Syndergaard. You're a schmuck, and I want to shove your hammer up your ass. Uh, but in return, we got Scherzer. I mean, I don't know how I feel. I I, I like that we got Scherzer, um, but he's 37. But he's also Max Scherzer. And, but at the same time, we're also paying him $40 million a year. I don't know how I feel. Um, if he performs and all in all, we have DeGrom and shares a one-two punch. Then we have Stroman. If Stroman comes back. You have Carrasco. And, and Taiwan have, Walker. And Taiwan Walker. So, okay, so let me say this because I – so you go in with DeGrom, Scherzer, yeah. Carrasco, and Walker. I, I, and that's – that's a really good four, and maybe you have, uh, we have Tyler Miguel too. Peterson or Miguel, and that's a that's a decent we five. Have, we have arguably one of the best rotations in baseball. If I say that, if Stroman, Stroman's got to come back. Like he has to come back for if he gets a three, and he talks about how much he loves New York too. But he's up in the air, and I think he's making a decision soon. So let me say this because even though he's thirty-seven. He is Max Scherzer, like you yeah. said. I don't think you, as as the Mets, have money to spend, yeah. and you we you're just showing the that. One payroll. What we just became the top number one payroll in baseball. Yeah, and I mean that's what happens when you have the richest owner in sports. Yeah, that's that's exact. That's what happens. You're able to pay these players, but I'm not even that. As much as I'm like, as a baseball fan, and as like I don't mind the Mets. Like you might hate the Yankees, but I don't mind I the, the Mets. Um. Scherzer is exciting, but Mark Canna is a great oh, player, great and I think he's gonna he's gonna start. And he's not a he's not a three hundred hitter, no. but he's a decent ball player. He's a good ball player. Yeah. Starling Marte is a he's gonna great bat pickup. over three hundred. Yeah, and Escobar is gonna be positionally. Escobar is gonna everywhere. be the replacement for Jonathan VR, just with which is a pop. which is a huge. Replacement, in my yeah. opinion, for those three players, huge pickup. You're getting ten times more from Conforto yeah. because you upgraded Conforto and Syndergaard to Marte and Scherzer and added two guys. Which, in my opinion, the only way you win in baseball now is by getting guys who could play multi positions who are good. You need the depth. You need depth, 
That you know, and that was that's what that's how the Nationals and Braves won. That's how the and you need that's literally exactly you need midseason you need. additions to bump your team, and that's all that's all they did because the Braves brought in Jorge Solor, they brought in Adam Duvall, yeah. they brought in Jock Peterson, who was amazing. Yeah, and that you bring in players because experience when you're a fucking baseball team and you know you win now, you got to spend money. Yeah, you need and you need the experience too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that. Now, looking at it, I mean, every year I go and I, I'm like, the Mets are going to be awesome. But every year, this has happened the past, like, three years, it's injuries that kill us. Oh, injuries. It's injuries that every year. I mean, DeGrom, like, don't get me wrong. But it's insane. what he, Like, his skill and talent is insane. But he kind of screws over last year because he, he got injured and he would, would, couldn't play three-fourths of the year. That's a problem. Oh, it's always a problem. I mean, look at the Yankees. Injuries for the past yeah, three the seasons. And you're trying to make up until you can get – you're trying to make up wins until you can get to the postseason and hope for a healthy squad. And that's what hurt them against the Rays two years ago because we had no pitching. We had Cole go out there. We had a somewhat decent Tanaka. And then we had no one – James Paxson was injured at that point. We had no third starter who could go into a game, and it hurt us. Montgomery was just coming back from injury. We had no Severino. That year, we were throwing Davey Garcia, who I don't even know what he's doing at this point. I, look, let's keep talking about the Mets because I'm about to go off on the fucking Yankees. Yeah, I definitely want to say about the Yankees, but um, no, I'm just, I mean, overall with the Mets, um, I'm happy. Like this is this is I didn't expect this. I didn't think the Mets were gonna make any big moves. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also I love Stephen Cohen because. Syndergaard at the beginning didn't even want to go to New York. And he said in the past that he doesn't like New York. But uh, he called – You mean you mean Scherzer? Oh, Scherzer. My bad. My bad. My apologies. Um, he called Scherzer and his wife and basically convinced them that, you know, their Mets training camp is 30, away from their home, 30 minutes away from their home down in Florida, um, convinced him about what his mindset is and where the team wants to go and match it up with Scherzer. And Scherzer basically said that he just wants to win. And – I love that. It's just the only thing that is in the back of my mind. It's because we are the Mets. That's the only because every time we get a superstar, someone comes to our um, comes to our team, they play like shit. I mean, I don't think you guys even remember, but this is technically way back when we had Jason Bay come to the Mets. Oh, you I know had, Jason Bay? Of course, I have Jason oh, he, Bay's autograph. Yeah, when he was on the Mets. yeah. Oh my God, he came from Pittsburgh and he had like thirty home runs, three hundred over three hundred average, and then. Holy shit, the bet with the Mets. Uh-huh. I'm scared it's going to happen again. I mean, I don't think you got to look at it that way. I mean, as a Mets fan, maybe you have the I, I just in the back the of your past, mind. the Mets, man. But, it, yes, exa- it is the Mets. You have a lot of talent now. Yeah. I'd say there are more talented teams put on the field. I do think you guys still could bring back Baez because I think Steve Cohen is going to. I think we to, need to bring back Baez. I think we you're going to gonna spend more money this year. If you bring him back, you're going to give him a nice deal. Yeah. Maybe not for that long because maybe you can't spend that much long. money. But he's here's too the thing. risky, though. I don't think that I don't think Steve Cohen cares about going over the luxury tax. No, I don't think he cares. I don't think he cares about losing draft picks. Like I said, when you want to be win now and you make the moves, you should be all the fuck, all in, the fuck in, and you shouldn't care about how much it costs. You shouldn't care about what happens 
two, three years down the road yeah. because you want to win a title and you, you want it now. and you will fix those issues when they come because you're supposed to be a good baseball organization and you don't worry about giving up prospects because you'll get them in return and the guys will be there in the end yeah. and you will keep being competitive because you're willing to spend money and you mind if I start going into the Yankees right now? Yeah, you, you seem like you're on a roll right now. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I feel something's brewing. We lose Velasquez. We lose Wade, we lose Odor, we lose Heaney. I don't give two shits about any of them. You think I care? They barely did shit. They mean nothing to me because all they were were positional players who were all right. Frazier? Are you kidding me? We get rid of Frazier? We get rid of him? First off, surprising gold glove two years ago. For someone who we literally said wouldn't be playing because his um, fielding was so shitty. But here we go. Every fucking year, we can trade this guy. Teams want him. Clint Frazier. Clint Frazier. Teams want him. Brian Cashman, Hal Steinbrenner, all those fucks don't want to do shit, don't want to move him. And now he's gone and he's going to go to another team. And whatever happens to his career happens. But we could have got something out of that. But we are too much of pussies to make moves. Let's go. Let's go to this. The Rangers, a below-average MLB team at this point, just brought in Marcus Simeon and Corey Seager to be their infield now. I'm assuming Simeon will play second and Seager will play play short. short, And it'll be a great one-two. Yeah. The The entire fucking time we were supposed to get Seager. The entire time. The entire time. Corey Seager's going to be a Yankee. What the fuck were we doing? Why were we just sitting there with our fingers up our ass? Not even trying to make moves. If we're waiting for the fucking future for Anthony Volpe or Cabrera or whoever the hell to come up and be our shortstop, then do that. Because Gleyber Torres can't field the ball, and we don't have a shortstop on our fucking team. We just signed Jose Peraza. Our only move so far is Jose Peraza on a minor league deal. We don't have a shortstop for the Yankees. They don't have a single shortstop on their team. Let's go to this. We need pitching, right? Because we have Garrett Cole and we have Jordan Montgomery. And we're, I do like Luis Severino. But who knows if he's going to step into that number two role, if he's going to be a really dominant number two anymore. Because he's been injured for a while. And he looked good last year. But who knows? So you're like, Kevin Guzman, let the Blue Jays get him? They already have Ryu and Barrios. Yeah. That's three guys right there, three very good pitchers. I want a Gosman, too. And – now we have probably... You missed out on Robbie Ray. That's what Robbie I'm getting to. Robbie Ray. Okay, let's bring in Robbie Ray. Yeah. Let's get that certain number two guy. Who cares what we have to pay him? Because we make a lot of money each year, and we make ten times more than what our payroll is, and we can afford these guys, but we don't want to bring him in. And here we go, Robbie Ray. That, to the Mariners? I'm not that scared of the Mariners, but they just keep building a fucking team. I can tell you guys talk about this at Thanksgiving. A bit. <laughs> I didn't make it to Thanksgiving because I had the fucking flu. Well, let's get to this. Okay, here we are. Maybe we'll get a center fielder. Oh, Starling Marte seems like a good option. Now he's on the Mets. What the are you Mets, do? baby, the Mets. Here we go again. Well, we need a catcher, right? All day today. Gary Sanchez to the Marlins. Okay, let's figure something out. Oh, we have a fucking idea. Let's go get Jacob Stallings from the Pirates, right? Let's go get Jacob Stallings from the Pirates. Great defensive catcher, gold glove. Great, let's do it. Oh, 
No, we're going to not do any of that. We're going to let the Marlins instead of training for Gary Sanchez so he could play with every other player who likes to play for Miami. Let's just let them get Jacob Stallings instead so we could have we could have Kyle Higashioka and Gary Sanchez be behind the plate for another year. We're doing nothing, and it's the same thing. Who knows if we're going to bring back Rizzo? They're saying we're going to get Correa. We're not getting fucking Carlos Correa because he hates New York. Yeah. He hates the Yankees, and any Yankee fan who thinks he's coming to us is a fucking asshole. And now we're going to get Trevor Story. Trevor Story is going to be in a fucking Cardinals uniform come two days from now probably because he's going to go be in an infield that has Paul Goldschmidt and uh, Arenado, and they're going to be a great infield, and yeah. they're going to run the NL Central, and it sickens me. That we don't want to spend it. money. I get it. I, 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 George I'm Steinbrenner I would be is rolling around in his fucking grave right now, watching his son be a little pussy, a Chris, fucking wanker. He doesn't want to do shit for the Chris, Yankees. What? Do you understand how happy this makes me? To see a Yankees fan struggling with this? It can make you happy. All oh, this you this want. is made my it can make you happy because you have this, no is, money this is what I've been you. this is what I've been dealing with my whole life. So to see a Yankee fan just like have like an ounce of what I've experienced my whole life. I've never been happier. When the Mets have better offseason. I don't care awesome. what the Mets do. The Mets mean I, nothing to me in their fucking offseason additions. They could they could do all they, they want to field a team. The Yankees, every year. The Mets are every year, let's the make New the playoffs. Team. I, I don't know about that. Oh, the Mets Maybe. Are they still have to have a better record than the Yankees. That, the there's Yankees more talk have. around the Mets nowadays than the Yankees. There, there is, much. because Steve Cohen wants to spend millions of dollars. 27, I'll go to 27 uh, Okay, okay. <laughs> Let me go on my fucking rant, because I'm not done. Because Keep going. we are going to be... This is awesome. Why are we so fucking complacent? Why are we complacent? Like, now, all this talk, all this talk is the Yankees are going to do this, see? They're not doing shit. They're not doing shit, and we just sit there and we watch because Brian Cashman, is, does he want to make moves? Because we really, besides Garrett Cole, we haven't seen moves since we won the fucking World Series in 2009 when we brought in Burnett, Sabathia, and Teixeira. We haven't, we haven't seen any of that because we just think we can field this team of all righties and just expect it to go well. I was ecstatic when we brought in Gallo and Rizzo. But once again, I knew the same issues. I knew the same issues because what, what, how good is it to bring in Matt Olson for a few years if he's going to be another over 100-plus strikeout guy? How many, hundred, how many guys are going to strike out over 100 times each year for our team? And we're just going to be like, they'll hit 40 home runs. Well, most of them aren't. Labor to- they don't. Maybe a few years ago they were winning us games. But we're not the same team. I don't, know what, I don't know what we're doing because if we think talent alone is going to get us there – it's not. not because we have no contact hitting and we have no lefty bats and we don't have pitching and we're not going to have Zach Britton next year for the bullpen. So our bullpen just gets lighter and lighter because we, because Chad Green's taking a step down and we had lost Kane Lee and Jonathan Holder to the Dodgers and the Cubs. And I don't know what we're doing. In my opinion, we are probably the fourth best team in our division right now because I think the Red Sox, Blue Jays, and Rays are all better than us. And at the end of the day, we might we, we could still probably get a wild card spot, but who the fuck cares? Who cares? Because we're not building we're not building the team that's going to win us baseball games. We're winning a team that might sell out the seats and yep. get us into postseason baseball. But we don't have the mentality that we're going to win, and that's it for me right now. Um, 
if the Yankees don't make a fucking move for someone, go get go get Brian Reynolds from the Pirates. Pirates obviously are rebuilding. They had already gotten rid of Adam Frazier last year. They got rid of um, Jacob Stalins today. Go get a center fielder before Dominguez. Don't expect Aaron Hicks to come back as a switch hitter after a year off of injuries and just go off for us because he's not. And maybe they want to throw Stanton in the outfield, but I'd much rather have an outfield of Judge Brian Reynolds hitting 300 and Gallo in left field than three big body guys who may be athletic but aren't running for a ball. I can't see them being consistent when they're both, when they're all like over 6'4", big guys running for a baseball every, they're not, our team is not built to play a hunt, play every game of the season and no one does. And that's why we get in the playoffs. We're like, where was this team the whole year? They're not here because they're too fucking injury prone and we're a fucking mess and we got to fix it by bringing in the right guys. Dylan, wake up. We're done talking about baseball. <laughs> Uh, Chris, that was inspiring. That was that was a rant. <laughs> that, that was a lot. I don't think you took one breath that entire time. That was – I can tell there's a bit of some emotions building up right there. Oh my God, we were, in, we were in chapter, and I just kept looking on – I don't know what I was doing the past four or five hours. Probably, it's probably like eight hours at this point. But I'm looking, and I just see – I see Corey Seager gone. I see Robbie Ray gone. I see Jacob Stallings. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened? And I'm just sitting there in the back of chapter being like, what the fuck is happening? They, Brian Cashman literally said, we're going to spend money. Where? Where? Corey Seager was the perfect option. He was a lefty short. He was a lefty bat. We needed a lefty bat. I think you have to f- accept the fact that, like, the Yankees are just a shitty New York franchise now. And the Mets are up. It's like, like the, the Mets, Mets are up, up when the they Mets can actually get into the, the playoffs. Uh, yeah. shitty division. Yeah, yeah, let's wait till the season comes. The shitty God. division. We just had two World Series winners in our yeah, division. Yeah, but the Nationals aren't that good. The Phillies aren't doing shit. The Braves might. Well, dude, the, Bra- the Braves just won the World Series. The Braves, the the Braves won when they weren't. They're not the best team in baseball. All right, all right, Chris is having a stroke. But we're going to move on to a segment. Liam, I need you to actually move away from my laptop right now because oh, we're going to introduce a little something. In, in honor of Rivalry Weekend and College Football last weekend, we're going to do our first top 10. Little new segment I want to add to the podcast. Might not survive this podcast. But um, I pulled the list off, offline. This isn't my own personal list, so everybody who doesn't agree with it, go, fuck your mother. This is the top 10 rivalries in sports. You guys have – I don't know how I want to do it. I, each of you have two outs – so you all like you guys are gonna keep guessing. Can I go it. first? You each have two outs, and then you're you're done when you get the two outs, and then I might give you a lifeline. Liam, go over there. Okay. Alrighty. The top ten rivalries in sports. You don't have to get it in order. Uh, you just like so Liam just saw one. You motherfucker. You motherfucker. I bet you don't even know who those two guys are. So let me give you some hints. So this is all sports. This is all sports. So there's two. Where it's just people, like there's two categories where it's just it's it's people, it's not teams. There's no, basketball, sure. there's a basketball team, like, there's a sorry. college team, an NHL team, an MLB team, another college football team. The other college team is a basketball team. Um, another college, I don't agree with that at all, but another college football team, uh, another college basketball team, and a MLB team. No soccer. 
There's no soccer, no. I did look at another list, and it was just like the entire. It was like most heated rivalries in sports, and it was just like. It was a bad list. It was like it, they had like Ford versus Chevrolet on one of the stuff, and I'm like NASCAR is not a real sport. All right, so here we go, boys. Dylan, you want to go first? Or actually, you guys just want to keep going individually until you get. Yeah, yeah. So like we just go in order. Yeah, yeah. All right, Dylan. Uh, I'm gonna go the New York Yankees and the Boston Red Sox. All right, that was number one on the list. So number one's off the table. Chris. Uh, Tiger Woods and Phil Mc- Phil. Mickelson. Are you looking? Are you looking up the list, dude? It's a, I'm literally looking at our podcast. Ah, uh, yes, right. that that's number nine on the list. Liam, yeah. wait, was it? Was that it? Yeah. Well, Tiger, Tiger, and Phil were number nine. Uh, Red Sox, Yankees were number one. Ohio State, Michigan. That is, I think, that's on the list. That is number four on the list. Let's go. Back to Dylan. You said that it's players too. Uh, well, you got one of it, just, 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 of just single guys. There's another one of just two guys. It's not a team. I'm gonna say Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. Uh, not on the list. That's one after Dylan. Um, Celtics Lakers. That is not on the list. Wait, what did what did you say? Uh, they were it was. Right now, you guys got um, no. Um, I'm sorry. Yankees, Red Sox, that's number one. Yeah. Number four was Ohio State, Michigan, and number nine was Tiger and Phil. Okay, but no, what, are, what are like the other? It's like there's like the, what other sports are there? Is there oh, there's there's baseball. There's one NHL team. There's two college basketball teams. Uh, an NBA team. Duke, UNC. Um, that was on one of those. Hang on, I, I can't like really. That is. Was that on this list? All right, I had to go back. Oh, yes. That is number yeah. two on the list. Oh, baby. All right, Dylan. No, I was just I was just on Snapchat. You better not be looking it up. Um can you can we ask for more hints? Can can you go over again what you get one question. But I can't yeah, just make it like a good question. I don't want to give away too much. Too many hands. Can you okay? Can you restate what is uh, left? All right, like, what's left sport, on the board? Sport, yeah, I'll say yeah. what's left on the board. You have a college football rivalry. You have a MLB rivalry. This I'm sorry, my laptop's so laggy. You have an NHL rivalry. A college basketball rivalry. A NBA rivalry. And a tennis rivalry. Um, I feel like you can should kind of get the tennis one, and no, it's not the Williams sisters. I don't even think that's a rivalry. Djokovic versus Nadal. Nah. You got one of them, Djokovic. No, you are out right now. You're up. I'm out. Yeah, that's two. That's two. Okay. Uh, so there's a baseball one. I'm just gonna. So you're saying there's a baseball one? There's a baseball one. Yeah. Um, is it the same, like, is it, like, divisional? I have no idea. It's two baseball teams. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if they're playing the same division. I know nothing about baseball from my silence on that last segment. Is it uh, Dodgers-Giants? Eh, no, it's not. Uh, wait, you might have got one of the teams, though, right? 
No, it's not. Roger Federer, Rafael Nadal. Yes. Do you have an out, Chris? Did you get an out? Oh, you have two outs? Well, he's still going. Liam is no outs. What else is left? All right, you have a NBA team. You have a college basketball team. You have an NHL team, an MLB team, and another college football team. And that's it. Another college football team? Yeah. Okay. Um, where's something really wild at? Uh, Lakers Celtics. No, he said that. That's one out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You guys are out. You guys are out. Yeah, yeah, let Liam. Let Liam work. Let Liam work. You should have guessed better. You should have yeah. thought sooner. All right, that's one out. All right. Uh, you guys can talk, and then when Liam gets a second out, I will let you take one shot at the list. All right, wait. Sorry, one more time. What else is left? Okay, there is a college football team. Yeah. Uh, a baseball rivalry. Yeah. A NHL rivalry. A college basketball rivalry, and an NBA rivalry. Hedges, Giants, was already said, right? Mm-hmm. That was that was not right. Yeah, I know. Okay. Um, Ten oh, seconds. Cubs and Cardinals. So close. You got the Cubs, but it was not the Cardinals. White Sox. Yes. I was gonna. Say I'll that. let that be your first guess right off the lifeline. So that's it for baseball. Now, you, now all you guys working together. You guys say one wrong answer. I win. Wait. So what's what's left again? So oh my god, I'll say it again. You have a NBA rivalry. No. NBA rivalry, a college basketball rivalry, a NHL rivalry. You guys got Cubs, White Sox, and a college football rivalry. There is no NFL rivalry on this list. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I'm an idiot. This is an Eastern Conference. For the NBA, it's Eastern Conference. No. Yes. I was going to sing that. Let's go. All right. I don't know. It was the Bulls Pistons. Yes, Bulls Pistons. So you got left. You have a college basketball, an NHL. And the college football. You have three more to go. Think, boys. Think. I'm putting you. I'm putting you guys on the clock, though. I'm speeding it up. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Fifteen seconds. Is Bama in there? No. Is Michigan in there again? No. You got. A, it's a Pac-12 team against a unaffiliated team. That should give it away right there. When Army I say or Navy? No, Army, Navy, and the Patriots. Oh, shit. <laughs> unaffiliated. Yes. Like it's a Pac-12 team. You put them on your dick. Notre Dame. Yeah. Uh, Are you looking this up? <laughs> no, 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 no. I was looking up the... Because New York doesn't really have that college football team. 
that we all wish we had. They got a bunch of Irish guys that moved to Notre Dame. Matt, are you a Notre Dame fan? Yeah, dude, I've said it so many times in this podcast. So who's your favorite player ever from there? Uh, well, time. Jack Hone is tearing it up. He's from uh, Savo. Oh, really? Yeah, dude. Savo went to uh, Wisconsin. Is it Notre Dame, Dame, Oregon? Eh, Notre Dame, USA. USC. Yeah. Um, I. You know what's weird? You know what's weird is they have Notre Dame, USC listed over Michigan, Ohio State. Michigan, Ohio State should be number one in this entire list. That is the most heated rivalry in sports. What do you call? How do you get an Ohio State alumni off your stoop? Wow. Tip him for the pizza. Um, the number six was Blackhawks versus Red Wings. Two original six hockey teams right there. Number seven, I wouldn't have gotten this one. Minnesota versus Wisconsin in basketball. What? I feel like we need a better list. This, this list came to you, brought to you by Bleacher Report. So this is not my list. They had another list of the he- most heated rivalries. That was weird. I did not that I had to switch it from that because that list was just like all over the place. I I have I would think that the Bears and the Packers would be up there. Exactly. That, yeah. that, that's a big. Those are big or, games. Or Bears Lions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bears Lions are. Well, the Bear, Bear, Bears Packers are the oldest. That's the oldest rivalry in the NFL. Okay. I mean, yeah. it was it was a decent first segment. Weird list. But if you guys like that segment, we're trying to do more top 10 lists on our upcoming show on ColorCast, Sports Yak Radio, live show. Uh, Some of you guys might have heard we did a live commentary on Chiefs and Cowboys last week. That's actually why we didn't have a podcast. That went pretty good, minus the fact that we didn't really commentate the game. But now with our own show on the app, you start unfolding some different ideas. It might not be us hosting some weeks. It might be some other guys on the team, but uh, should be good. Should be good. It also allows us to not talk about just the worst sports, <laughs> professional sports city. In yeah, the I mean, we got a lot to talk about for New York. Um, hopefully, for the um, next episode, I will have more nicer thing, nicer things to say about the Yankees. Knicks hopefully get some wins, and hopefully, it's a cheery week for New York. Mm-hmm. Little update after the Monday night football game. The Jets now hold the fourth and fifth pick in the draft if the if the NFL ended today. Let's fucking go, baby. Future's yep. looking bright. Future's looking bright. I just hope those picks go up because the Jets are gonna get two more wins. Two yes, more sir. wins. <laughs> no, actually Seattle's the lower one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seattle's the I'm saying one of one of the picks is gonna go up. No, no, I'm I'm saying right now Seattle's worse than us. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah, better than I'm Russell saying our Wilson, picks gonna Jamal go up. Adams and Pete Carroll. Which is crazy because Jamal Adams is the best in the nation. He's hey, he, maybe he got a pick a couple of weeks ago, so maybe he's not a. Uh, you got a pick tonight. You got a pick tonight. Oh, dude, dude. Oh, everybody go to his Instagram right now. Just congratulate him on that. What is that pick number like six in his career? Pick number four. Awesome, dude. Maybe he's not a DN. We'll see. All right, that's all we got for tonight. Peace out, guys.